Insert highlights here. Insert highlights here. Insert highlights here. Oh wait, there are none. Oh wait, there are none. This team sucks. Insert highlights here. When Pedro looks good your team really sucks. This team sucks. Insert highlights here. Oh wait there are none. Fuck. 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 Insert highlights here. Fuck. We outplayed the opponent, um, possessed the ball well, moved the ball well, created plenty of goal scoring chances. Um, if one of those goes in early, it's a totally different game. Shut up, Kurt. You suck. Zero. Ed, start the fucking show. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez and always joined by my brother from another mother, Chris Zirkel Tucker. How are you doing, sir? Uh, good. I came in at the last minute from a... Uh... A little illness this week, but uh, he's a trooper, guys. Yeah, I I didn't want to. I've I've been the only one to miss the show so far, so I, I didn't uh, I didn't want to have to miss a second one. And you guys rewarded us brilliantly with uh, the most popular episode we've had to date last week. Oh, incredible! Yeah, so I wasn't gonna fuck that up by not showing up today. Um, but yeah, overall, overall doing well. Um, you know, all things considered, yourself, how you doing? Good, man. Um. It's the start of a new week, man. You know what can I say? New new positives going forward, right? Yeah. New week, new you. New, yeah, exactly. It's Tuesday at eight o'clock at night, but yeah, it's a new week. Hey, man. Different. This it's endless possibilities. You like what could happen this week? You know, you could put, be positive. You put positive energy out there. Yeah, man. You get positivity back. Good vibes, bro. Good vibes. Good vibes. Just yeah. vibing. Chris, are you not vibing with me right now? I'm I'm vibing pretty fucking you're, well. You're yeah. vibing in with this me? moment right now, uh, as producer Ben has. Uh, uh, hmm, how do I word it? Uh, gave me some medicine to help my Pro- one of my many illnesses. Procured you some uh, herbal supplements. Some herbal, yeah, herbal remedies to um, my latest afflictions. So I'm I'm infinitely more relaxed than I usually am. <laughs> right. Now. So I'm pretty good. Well, I mean, it's following a not following a law, so that also helps too. Yeah, yeah, we didn't lose. We we didn't lose, which is a is a great positive, and I see a lot of people taking positives from that. Um, yeah, we didn't lose. That is factually accurate. I think in, in the sense of taking it as a positive is saying we didn't suck as much this week as we did the previous weeks. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's the worst team. It's, it's like, it's the worst team since they've joined the league. They're not like Chivas, but they've been pretty, been pretty bad. 
Um, that, that 2006 years probably. And we didn't come you know, close to it. We didn't lose, but we also didn't. We didn't beat them. Um, so. I mean, it's only the worst team in the league, but it's a new week. Whatever. I, see, now you bring you bring down my positivity. All right, I apologize. <laughs> no, I'm just like, what you meant. Uh, Lars news. Uh, not much going on this week. Um, we are passing out the Lars 138 SC merchandise. So if you did get that, uh, you can come by the tailgate area and you know pick up your stuff. I saw those shirts and hats there. Pretty They're nice, gorgeous. Right? They're sexy. Pretty nice. Yeah. Good job. Pretty, 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 pretty nice. Pretty nice. Um, yeah. Um, we are in the preliminary talks of uh, getting a bus together for San Jose. So we've been getting, we've gotten asked about that. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye out on the social medias cause that'll be going up pretty soon if it happens or not. So, just, cool. and there's only, you know, we're only going to have the one bus if we do get it. So tickets are going to be flying by. So you probably want to get that yeah. as soon as possible. So, um, yeah, where can they check, grab that? Ed? Well, check our, our social medias and then you can also check out, uh, the Lars website at, LARIOTSquad.org. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I love San Jose away. I haven't been in a, oh, in a while. So fun. So, so fun. We'll, we'll get into I'm that. Let me see if I can go this year. Well, you should. Um, I want to. You should. I should want to. You should want to, and you should go. There you go. Uh, but we'll talk about that later when uh, when that comes down, and later this month, it's like the 27th is when the game starts. So all right, cool. We'll get that podcast out that week. And we'll Once talk we get all the that. information. Yeah, know. we'll we'll get that to you guys. Not this setup. <laughs> We're just fucking rambling details ramble on baby ramble on <laughs> i had to get my one song yeah thank you no that's appreciated <laughs> all right cool <laughs> um so let's talk about this game mm-hmm. let's unfortunately have to talk about this game philly game yeah the most boring game it was really maybe? dull it was really really dull i it's, mean <laughs> it, it sucks because you're at home and like the i i saw i really got to pay attention to the the big home presentation um this week, I was in early enough to see, you know, all of it. I really like the the light dim and all the cell phone things, um, or the cell phones and the, you know, people holding up to make it you look can't, like a You can't guy. see me, but I visibly rolled my eyes really hard. He did. He really did. But I, I mean, there's, there's you know, and I know you don't like it, but there's a wrestler named Bray Wyatt who who has the same basic setup where he comes out and they lower the lights and you get the one. people do it. And, yeah, and it's, you know, well, we'll see. I'm going to sneak them all in. Right. Uh but people held up the, the cell phones. It looks like a starry night, and I fucking I dug the shit out of that. I would like it if they did it while the players were walking out. But you know, I can understand how we can't do that. I, I feel like Joe Pedro would walk into a wall. He trip over his his <laughs> uh, shoelace and he can't tie himself. Lord forbid. Uh, you know. But yeah, it was just it was it was boring. It was it was a really really dull game. I mean, how 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 much of a positive can you take out of the game if you can't even score a goal on the worst team in the league at home? That's what, I mean, part of the thing that I saw that was really strange was I kept seeing people saying Geo had a good game. He had an okay game. He was better. He was more lively than I've seen him. Absolutely. Yeah. He was more alive. Jermaine Jones looked more alive. Chow Pedro looked more alive. Uh, Nathan Smith seemed to be kind of getting back to where not, we... Nope. Well, or not Nathan Smith. Uh, Diallo. Uh, Bradley Diallo. Someone who looks entirely different than Nathan Smith. Completely. Like, there's two spectrum ends. Uh, but, no, so Diallo, Diallo was having a... a, a I thought a very energetic game. Uh, saw him getting you know mixed up into either a couple tackles or, or trying to get some crosses in. Uh, I believe he had a shot. It wasn't on goal. It deflected off someone for a corner. Um, um, no, he had he had a shot late in the game that wasn't on goal target. Kick. Just went. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's it's. I saw I saw life. Yeah, you can still tell that we're not good, um, and it, it's it it makes me kind of worry for the people who say like oh we should fire Kurt. 
because Bruce or someone would be able to get more out of this team. I don't know that that's true. I know that I saw a game where everyone was finally active and and awake and alive, and they're they're just they're poor. It's just a, it's a poor team, um, and I don't really know what we do to fix that. But uh, I mean, I mean, it could also come down to you know when you get a new coach that actually knows how to motivate their players. Maybe that's what can you know bring these guys and and have them play better. Sure, I mean a part another. Part I think of, you have a team who can make the playoffs. Honestly, I I, I still don't I, see I think that. you have a team who could. We just drew at home with Philly. Yes, again, but again, you have these with guys. no injury. I mean, legit injury is still the only real outstanding injury um, because we all know now Rogers isn't coming back for at least the season. Um, well, we, technically, it's still not official as of recording. I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? You yeah. can't see, but I just rolled my eyes. Um, but we, we know Rodgers isn't coming back in some form or other. Um, and so LeJet's really the only long-term outstanding injury you have. You had uh, Zardes, who was sick. But, I mean, our formation wouldn't have really relied on him, uh, given that we, we wanted to put Gio just way the fuck up, which is a strange move. Which, But, again, we, we pretty much played with no forwards. Mm-hmm. We had no forwards yeah. because Gio constantly tracked back. That's what he does. In a system where it was, you're supposed to be the lone striker. Yeah. So I don't know how we were supposed so to like, goals. If you're going, so if he's going to if he's gonna come back in to find the game, which he's going to do, you're asking Jermaine Jones to push further up. So now your, your number eight type player is playing at center forward or you're asking Alessandrini to come over. So the right side is left wide open. So you have a rookie right back who's left by himself. Or you're asking Emma Boateng to move all the way up, so you're asking a 35-year-old left back to produce cover by himself. I think it's something you can try against Philly. If we try it against some other teams, we'll, we'll probably get punished for it. Um, we're just we're we're not we're not a well-crafted team, and it it showed in a big bad way against Philly. I like how um, Anolfo tried to Barcelona them with no forwards and just play six midfielders. Yeah, which Barcelona can do. Because uh, they've got Barcelona players. Yeah. And you can't do that when, you know, Jao Pedro and Jermaine Jones and Giovanni De Santos. Right. Um, I Gio's mean, still one goal, eight one, games. One goal in eight games. From and the spot. From the penalty spot. Gio and Zardes have zero goals, this or have one goal this season, and Gio scored it from the spot. Like, we got Jack Mack. Yay. And Ernie. So. We got two Jack Max. Yeah, two Jack Max, yeah. Double the Jack Max. So, uh, uh, it's good. It's, you know, I'll take it. <laughs> I. What can you do? Bitch and complain, which I want to do so bad, but it's just like I'm beaten. I got a weed. Pen, I'm broken, Chris. Yeah. I'm broken now. You're bro- Are you broken, Ed Rodriguez? Broken. I just I, I can't believe you can't, you can't beat. That was wrestling reference number two. Yeah. Delete. I even got that one. Right. Um, I, I can't. Like you don't I know your shit. Because I, I, I'm around you all the time now, so I, I hear it all the time. <laughs> I can't fathom that we can't beat the worst team in the league at home. Well, we're not much better than them. I mean, apparently not, right? Which was, I saw, I, or it's not great, but I saw a um, uh, a tweet this week where someone was asking, or someone was uh, saying, shouldn't Chris Klein be more on the hot seat than Gernon They all should be. They oh. all, I mean, absolutely. They're the three blind mice. They should. They should all be on the verge of getting fired. Um, or at least having that that added pressure put on them by the shadow president. But yeah, shadow shadow, shadow. lord Dan Beckerman. Dan Beckerman, yeah. <laughs> um, because Kurt is, although he makes some errors, and he he definitely makes some errors. Um, 
he is playing the team that he has available to him, and the team he has available to him was crafted by Chris Klein and Pete Vinas. It's their youth movement. It's their um, cost-cutting initiative. Uh, Jovan Krosky. Is it, though? Uh, you know, was it was it Chris Klein and Pete's cost-cutting initiative, or was it the AEG was like, we need you to stop spending money on players who are going to be benched half the season? Well, that's the thing. You get someone like Gio, who's still making a, a large chunk of money and made more money is making more money this year than he was making last year, um, who is producing... Not, I mean, you could you could start Jose Villarreal, and we would be doing about the same, and you would save that three million dollars. Um, Just wait till September, because then cause he'll score right. he'll score seven goals in in seven games, seven and then goals, it'll be yeah, all right. Seven goals in in a month, and everyone will will you know team MVP. Um, but we you know we we're not our big money guys are still not producing. Our big money guys are not producing, and that's going to be down to Chris Chris Klein and and Karofsky, who are scouting these guys. And then our, our youth players are, are doing okay uh, to to Pete's benefit, but they're not necessarily good enough. They're they're just they're good placeholders. Um, the way we've kind of put this team together is gets shown week by week by week of being substandard compared to what we were a supposed to be, uh, b what we fucking used to be, and now see what everyone else is. Uh, everyone else is moving past us and it's becoming very clear that we're being left in the dust. Um, and you, you see that when Philly puts out the best that they can and, and this is what we get. Now, do you think that um, the, the, the bigger heads in the galaxy see that? And so they go, okay, well let's try to keep Kurt till the summer so we can make some changes. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him, right? I don't, I'm not, I'm not sure he chose this team. So why why give him? I mean, what would it matter if it's the summer? Like you're going to make the player acquisitions. We still have until I think it's May eighth to uh, bring people in from outside the country. I don't think he built this team. I think Vianus and Klein built this team, and he's got to do the best job he can with it. Um, it's not like Bruce, where you waited until a transfer window and you trusted Bruce to go out and get somebody that we need. Um, it's it's a substandard coach with a substandard general manager and a substandard president. Um, leading what has what they are quickly turning into a substandard organization. I mean, can you call a bottom of the table like team substandard? I mean, that's just you're just setting the standards of just the worst. Well, that's I mean, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about today. It's it's slightly off of our topic board, but uh one of the discussions that We're going been, into it, baby. Yeah, we're, we're just, we're just we're, going we're, into fuck it. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah. Um one of the uh one of the the conversations that's been going on 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 a lot of the, the different social media groups is um, the overall standard of acceptability for what it means for players who play for the Galaxy or what fans have come to expect um, has plummeted. We we draw against uh, Philadelphia, and people are saying, "Oh, it's you know it's a good result." We draw at home against Philadelphia, Philadelphia, boom. Uh, Phil, but we draw Philadelphia. <laughs> We draw at home against Philadelphia relatively healthy. And the mindset is we didn't lose a game. Like, that's what we've become. And if if you look back to, for people who, you know, the, those who, who think we haven't lowered our standards at all, look back to the Donovan, Keene, and, and Beckham era. If we drew at home to Philadelphia, people would be furious. But people accept it and are, just, are genuinely just glad we didn't lose another fucking home game. Like... It's just it's it's horrendous what they've done. Right. It's terrible what they've done. 
and we saw it coming and that's the worst part like not being surprised not being shocked like just not even really angry i'm just i'm sad i'm sad at what they've done to the team um well now it's you just get a lot of fucking apathy it's just like i guess we you know we lost so we we rewatched the game we before drew? we came here to to record today one of the things that stood out to me was it was quiet and thinking back to being in the stadium like it was quiet the atmosphere is gone. The atmosphere sucked out when you see boring, shitty soccer. And half of that is played by your team. We used to see boring, shitty soccer by the away team that would come in that didn't want to get too creative or stretch themselves too much because Kino is going to hurt you. Landon's yeah. going to hurt you. Right. Beckham's going to play a ball over the top 40 yards. It's going to hurt you. Janino is going to fucking shoot a bomb from 30 yards out that might hurt you. Now, it's just it's boring because both teams are bad. And so for the fan who's bought a ticket to this, it's hard. It's really difficult to get super energetic or to to, to throw your voice behind this. And I, I think you should. I mean, we, we still were there singing songs this weekend and the ACB were in good voice and Andrew was in good voice. But for the average fan around the stadium, it's hard to get into that. Yeah. You, know? I, you especially know, and, and as soccer fans, you see where you know the game's going in a direction that it's not supposed to when the fans start doing the wave. And they did the wave at like 10 minutes. A couple times. Yeah. Like it started Super at like the 10th minute. It was real early. And so it's just, it's, I hope they have a plan. And I, I, I don't know how anyone can realistically think that they do. Well, I, and I think it's, it's especially um, disheartening when you are expecting to go to a game on a Saturday night. You're, you're, you're taking 730, you know, six hours out of your day to, to go and, and watch the galaxy. And then it's scoreless against the worst team in the league. Right. And in part, that's why. Lars has often shown up for each other. Like we show up for the party, for the the picnication, what have you. Well, yeah, I mean, you show up because you you have this group of friends. You're like, oh, I'm gonna see these people, and we'll go have beers and socialize, and, and, yeah. and all that. And you know, and I I also obviously want to go to the game, and I wanna I want to see my friends. But a lot of it, and part of the reason, and I'm sure the ACB is the same way. A, a lot of the reason you show up so early is a big portion of the overall experience is seeing your friends. Um, watching the game with your friends, uh, commenting on the game with your friends. We had calls that we got on the voicemail that are from almost walking out of the stadium. Um, and some of the people we know, and you know, uh, I think I know all of them actually. Um, but of the, of the people, you know, like they're, some people are pissed walking right out of the stadium. Some people are a little calmer and, and more analytical because they're, they've taken some time, but hearing the, the level of apathy during the game, and then hearing just anger walking out of the building, even for me, who is who is you know usually a decently angry person, um, it's surprising to hear the average fan talking like you or I would be um, furious at at what's going on and what they've just spent their money on, like figuring out they've spent their money on this. Even if you bought a season ticket five months ago, like you you bought this, you bought this shit, this garbage that we keep putting out week after week. Um, I mean, I guess that's a it's a double edged sword, right? It's a good and a bad thing where you have the passion where fans are, are oh, you know, care about their team, but also <laughs> you have it where you might end up losing these people by your on field performance and your you know your background dealings and shit. And that that you and I have spoken about this, and that has consistently been one of my problems with this team is that they what they want they want everyone to be um, they want their fan base to be very engaged which i believe for them translates to buying every jersey and buying every scarf and buying every hat and buying giving them giving your money give your money that's what that's what mostly give your money but when it comes to them doing poorly no one wants to hear a word 
when it comes to them doing poorly, you're being a bad fan because, you know, you've you've raised attention about a first-time GM and a first-time president and a, and a, a third-time failed head coach. They don't want to hear that. If you do that, you're going over the top. But if you if you aren't if you're not in the stadium three hours early, and if you haven't bought your nachos and your twelve dollar beer and your fifth galaxy hat and your sixth scarf, and you haven't bought you know the home end of the away jersey, you're a bad fan. Like that's the shit that upsets me. That's the shit that continuously bothers me. And it, 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 it that's just the way it's going to be. That's the way they look at the world. Um, you know, you are a, a walking wallet, and and that's it sucks. Like it sucks, but. You know what are you gonna do? All right. Well, hopefully we can get cheered up uh, by some voicemails. Right? You want you want to hear some voicemails, Chris? Yeah, definitely. Right. That sounds good. <laughs> Let's go to Madame Serrano. Hey, what up, y'all? This is your boy, Madame Serrano. I like that person, like um, masking their voice. I'm on the rail, and it's calming down. Let's give me some sense of fucking direction, because. Mm-hmm. Everything else been a shit show. There we go. We can't take this shit anymore. We need something. We need something. Something new, man. Something. Another beer. Something else. I can go for that. Text oh, yeah. the boy. Actually, we'll take another beer. At me. Alley Galaxy. Outsider. Don't follow me. Don't at me. <laughs> but follow me and at me. Don't fucking pimp your goddamn like Twitter fuck. accounts. Follow me and and at me. Also, don't follow me or at me. Um, no, that's that's the LA Galaxy Outsider hashtag LA Galaxy Outsider. Remember, Ed, if you're not out, you're in, and you don't want to be the insider. Um, he's right. We are directionless. We are. Yeah. We look. We look directionless. And you see when when you go out and you buy. Again, even if it's if it's at a uh, discounted price point where you're only paying senior minimum for Jack McInerney, Jack McInerney, McInerney, McInerney. Thank you. Um, really, I mean, come on. I understand Lorenzo. I don't know where the L came from. In I McInerney. understand Lorenzo, right. but McInerney, McInerney, really? McInerney. He's new for me. Um, <laughs> if uh, I, 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 but you see, even in in buying uh, Jack McInerney um, at a senior player minimum. You see them already moving away from the plan going into the year, which was play the kids. Give the the kids are ready. That was what you were all sold on in the off season. The kids are ready. We're gonna play them. And you've already brought in someone else. Well, you you give up. Working. You give up on that plan like game three where <laughs> Jack McBean stopped playing and Ariel Lasseter stopped playing. Sorry, I was swallowing my beer. I don't know why he stopped talking. Um. What the fuck would you stop talking? Just to make you feel awkward. <laughs> I was a Russian. Um, yeah, we've moved on, and and that's we are directionless. We we show it weekly. We play, have an entirely different lineup. We don't have uh, the personnel to fit it. Doesn't matter. All, all look. All Kurt and Alfo knew going into this week was the four four two wasn't working. That's it. Couldn't play McBean. Uh, didn't want to start McInerney because he's not ready. He's he's got he's going to take some more time before he's up to full game fitness. Toss you up there by himself. I bet they would have loved to have Al- had Alan Gordon uh, for that week. Probably would have been would have been great, but that's not the direction we're in anymore. Uh, Zardis is out sick. Nobody could see that coming. Like you just you deal with it. But we don't. The lack of roster depth is has continuously been a narrative this season. 
and I, has been an issue. I think you, if you have Gordon, I, I still think they they play the same lineup. If, if these if these problems are consistent like this, consistently maybe. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think we'll see the same lineup versus Chicago. I think mm. we no. I think we tried to score. I think we tried to get Gio a goal. So we said, well, well, well what think... we'll do play, playing against Philly, who's awful, we'll put him up at the at the point. And we'll just feed him the ball as often as possible, and he'll be able to get bang in one, two, maybe get a hat trick. People have been calling Geo to get a hat trick. We'll get him started against a weaker team, and then he'll be able to take off for the rest of the season. I think. I think if you're if you're a coach that is worried about Chicago's midfield, I think you probably still play two guys defensive midfielders. Well, like whatever six well, he, midfielders mean, you want to fucking put in there. We we've discussed this. He has to he has to start Jermaine Jones, and he has to start Joe Pedro. Well, I mean, yeah. So it'll it'll. I mean. It'll be fascinating to look at Jao Pedro and Jermaine Jones versus Dax McCarty, Juninho, and Bastian Schweinsteiger. Schweinsteiger. One one center midfielder is and one center midfielder pairing is a little better than the other one. Yeah. Or tandem and pairing. Can I have a beer? Can I have a beer, please? Ed? What's the magic word? Please. There we go. Yeah. Um Yeah. But we're gonna go to Christian next. Um well, it gets me a beverage. Hey, guys. Uh, this is Christian, Galactic LA, Twitter. First-time caller, long-time listener. What's uh, really disappointing about the Philly game is that nothing about that surprised me. And it's, it's very disappointing that this is what I've come to expect from the team. Looking out on the team, it just seems that that there's absolutely no direction at all. It just seems like there's like a bunch of guys chasing around a soccer ball. There's really no direction. There's no plan. There's no, there's, there's just nothing. And, um, and of course, you know, we, we've all come to realize that uh, the fault is with the FO and with management, but um, just the coaching alone, Kuranolfo, um is just weighing over his head. And yep. um, it's just, it's just very disappointing because this is my team. Is my team that I'm watching, and now I've come to expect them to be this bad, and uh, and I do not see the point, Jao Pedro, at all. What's the, what's what's the, the point, point of Jao? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, he's uh, God. Thank you, Christian, for the call. And I guess we're gonna start pimping out everyone's uh, Twitter handles. Fucking absolutely, yeah. You absolutely should pimp your Twitter handle. Out. Like, send us, send us your Twitter handle. Send us, you know, say it when you call. You know what's important, Christian? Send Get us famous handle. off of our stupid ass podcast. I mean, as as much as is humanly possible. But no, I mean, we've I've said it several times. Galaxy Twitter needs to stick together. Um, Christian, uh, great for him to call. Good, good friend, good guy. Part of your hashtag Banner Club, bro. Part of your Banner Club. He knows what's what up. Saying. I was invited to the banner club meeting at the Step Up Center, but oh, whatever. Oh, we talk about is wrestling, so if you want to. I would have hung out, whatever. <laughs> you know you're always welcome, baby. You left, and you're like, all right, I'll see you later. I wanted to go say hi to Christian. Hi, Christian. I couldn't I couldn't go. Next time. You want to go to Chicago? I'm just saying, wow. whatever. I don't think he's going to be Let's there. Let's go to the next call. It's Wendy. All right, so Bar- Bard's Blonde is is, uh, is up next. Wendy, how you doing, girl? What up, Wendy? Hi, Ed. Hi, Zero. It's Wendy. First billing, bitch. I'm not going to say the things that I've been saying in my own podcast for the past six months. Pimping other shows. I feel like since nothing's changed, it seems like no one's listening. But I will say that with respect to the Philly game, something new that I noticed tonight is I think that 
Joe Pedro may have played marginally better in this game than he has in previous games. And I think one reason why is likely because Jermaine Jones was pushed so high up the pitch that the space between them actually benefited Pedro's game. And I don't know if you guys noticed the same thing. With respect to how I feel about the outcome of the game, I thought that both teams were awful. And it's times like this when I actually sympathize with the pro-rel idiots who talk about the benefits of promotion relegation. Because one thing that I was thinking to myself is that in any other league, both of those teams would be relegated, and there would be some justice in it. So anyway, big fan of the podcast. Keep it up, guys. Bye. Thank you, Wendy, for the call. That was professional. I mean, I'm trying to, it's, it's, it's especially after Wendy's call. Yeah, you got to be. Gotta, she's I, I she's actually good at this. Yeah, she's yeah. really good at this. She's much smarter than any of us. I don't know. What did you What did you think about Joe Pedro's play uh, this weekend? Okay, um, I will agree. It was marginally better. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking like a sliver better than what he's been in the past. Because yeah. again, we watched the highlights again, the condensed highlights from uh, MLS Live mm-hmm. uh, right before coming. Uh, and recording the show, and it's just you just see so many dumb things that a player of you know supposed stature should not be dealing with, right? He had a really nice shot, and I think that papered over a lot of his game. And he had a really nice shot that could have changed the game for us. <laughs> That's what I told you. If he scored that goal, we wouldn't be like people shit talking. People we wouldn't are be le- shit talking at least less on his ass. I, 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 I like to believe people would have, if he scored that goal, which would have been a beauty. Which would have been I mean, a quarter of an inch inside, we're all like, holy fuck. We all want That's a qu- the point of Jow. We all want a quarter of an inch, man. We all want, <laughs> we all want a quarter of an inch. Um, but if, if, it, if that I goes I don't in, know what that means, by yeah. the way. Uh, if it, but if it goes in, we're all we're okay with the game he had. Um, I, I still don't think he was he was good. I, I thought he still had most of the problems he has defensive laps. Uh, you you pointed out to a specific uh, moment. I think it was the 60th minute or so where he's we're we're breaking on the right side, and um, yeah, was it Emma who got the ball or Alessandrini? I think it was Alessandrini. Uh, gets the ball and starts moving up towards the the touchline and into the box. And Jao Pedro, for whatever reason on earth, like starts to follow him. He doesn't move to the left side of him to into the wide open space where no one is guarding him, so that he so he can give Alessandrini an option, or the defender can try to pinch in on Alessandrini and, and leave Jao Pedro open. It's almost like he did not want the ball. I mean, it makes it makes no sense whatsoever. Um, he still had those moments, those like weird passes and and weird runs and moments where he's not really guarding anyone or there's one cross in the box that he's defending um and he loses the ball so he just like kicks his leg in the air he's no he's nowhere near the player who ended up with the ball he was nowhere near the ball he's just he's lost oh it's it's that thing that every AYSO coach tells you not to do is when someone's going to cross the ball in to not jump in the air just turn your back and jump in the air yeah like as a professional that's like the one thing he you, did. He did. Nothing. You should know by the age of 13, 12. He, he did nothing. He did nothing to help. And, and but the the he is regularly so bad that on a night where he's not terrible, 
you're right. He had a, he was better. But the, and I think you you have moments where like uh, there was one moment where he had like that back heel pass mm-hmm. in like midair back heel pass where you get stuff like that from him every now and then just. Now, so, to her to her greater point, I agree. Uh, not having Jones as his partner, help, I think, helped him a lot. Uh, having a player who in Baggio who is a little more structured, um, where you can count on him, you know, for the most part where he's going to be. I think that helped him out a, a, a fuck ton. Well, yeah, especially where you know Baggio's not going to be moving up the field. Baggio's not trying to to run up to be a forward. Yeah, most Baggio, of the time. Baggio's going to be like right on top of the center backs. Mm-hmm. Like he's not going anywhere. And that's exactly where Baggio needs to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I, Baggio had a had a ton of heart. Um, I I removed. I told you I recently started playing football manager again, uh, and I'm running a galaxy uh, a galaxy team. And the first thing I did was remove Jao Pedro from any defensive duties. He's not the best midfielder in the world, but pretty damn close. Like he's 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 gotten significantly better by me removing defensive any defensive uh, um, responsibilities on his part. Just take the ball, pass, stay in the center, um, do your best to not move too much. Just wait, you know. And and he's he's been okay, but and obviously it's just a game, but. Um, you know they're usually pretty accurate and we, right. we appreciate you calling wendy thank you wendy as always you come right after christian so yeah that's perfect wow on the on the phone on the voicemails uh, yeah, she, she came on the voicemails right after that that was chris tucker zero cool one thirty. christian went and then five minutes later at zero cool one three you can you can mess him you know him on twitter so like every- pretty bad today. <laughs> all right next call we're gonna have robert the bruce long time larzer what's up rob bruce he's not live um, he's gonna hear it Chris, Ed, it's Robert the Bruce. Um, I, I just want to point out some uh, highlights from tonight's game. Uh, we, we didn't lose the game, so you know we got that going for us. Um, I got a bacon wrapped hot dog, nice, and it was uh, really tasty. I really enjoyed it. All the grease and. And I got home on the back of someone's shop. And I rem- remember the final grill. score, unlike last week, which I didn't realize we lost 3 0. I thought it was 1 0. Hashtag but, whiskey and pancakes. You know, whatever. Sure. And uh, I've got some more whiskey at home, and, and my kids didn't eat all the marshmallows. Is he just letting us know what's but happening? So, uh, I've got that going for me, too. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure about the Romaine, uh, Germain, Alessandrini Jones forward combo up. Top sort of with Geo, that didn't work out. So, uh, 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 please, please do what you can do. Make something happen. Pull some strings. Thanks, guys. I don't know what what Rob wants us to do. I fucking love Rob Bruce so much. <laughs> He's the greatest. Uh, yeah, no, we're working at it. I would I would say we're are just we're just constantly picking at the we're all yeah we're just trying picking. to pull at the seam as much as we can as as a group all of us all all the fans are are actively working at trying not just trying to fix this not just trying to fix what we're doing but and not just trying to get these guys out but returning the culture of winning winning and feeling <laughs> feeling dominant and and especially, walk, especially at home walking into your own fucking stadium against the one of the worst teams in the league and saying not saying we're going to win this like we're going to win this clean i mean especially at home when like in the last what the the two previous years we only lost like four games at home 
Yeah, which we've already done. Which we've already done. I mean, it's just, it's, we're trying. We're all trying. We just got to yeah, keep on trucking. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's you fans, you know, keep poking at the bear, you know, like, hey, changes need to happen. You put the pressure on the, on the, the administration. Yeah. You are, make your voice heard. It's, You're, it's, it's when you stop, it's when you, you know, get apathetic and be like, oh, whatever, this is how it, this is how it is now. That's when they win. Right. And they don't need to make changes. If, as long as you're content and continue to give them your money, they mm-hmm. are. There's no reason for them to change it. There's zero reason for for them to change it. They've they've got everything. They've gone cheaper. They've gone uh, cost effective. We'll say, and you keep buying season tickets. You keep buying jerseys. You know, I told you I won't buy a jersey this season. Um, granted, my reasoning is is Jermaine Jones wearing Kobe Jones's number. Um, until he's gone, I I won't I won't buy another. Uh, probably anything from the team LA store or from the galaxy. Um, but I'm voting with my money. I'm voting with my wallet. Well, yeah. And then, then you mean, you know, ultimately these are businesses. And so it's, it's they, just the way it is. You know, they, they've, they see what is going into their pockets. And if it's not enough, then, you know, that's when they make changes. That's when people start, start getting ghosted. Anyways, Bruce, I hope Rob the Bruce. I hope your your whiskey and marshmallows tasted as delicious as it sounds. Yeah, because it sounded like it was delicious. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next caller, uh, Jason. We can't even fucking score <laughs> against the team that let in three goals against score Montreal. We, we can't score even fucking in our score. <laughs> oh my on? god! This is Jason. Oh, oh hey, J- oh, hey, hey, Jason. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, What was that? Um, That Jao Pedro strike, double post, that was unlucky. Somehow he he got a – he did something good while playing soccer. (laughs) And he actually got something. But then – then oh my god, why 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 can't we finish our fucking chances? This guy jerking it. We had, we we had chance that, after chance answer. after chance of that game. Well, like from what chances. I paid attention to, because honestly, chance after chance after chance. What a fucking boring game. He came out of it. Somehow, that's true. The team that needed to win this game made this game boring. Somehow, the team that. Needed to win this game, win against the team that hasn't won since last fucking year. Now we fucking blow it. God damn, we fucking suck. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I need sushi. I I want comfort food. I, I, comfort I food. Want, I want to hug Bruce Sabrina. Bruce Sabrina. 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 I, I, I want to tell him that I miss him. Hashtag Bruce. Bruce come home. Thank you, Jason. I did want to, you know what, that that reminds me of uh, Jason's call. Thank you again. Um, Alessandrini's last two games, his finishing has been really poor. Yeah. It gets masked because he's been so good for so long and everyone around him has been terrible. Like chances he needs to finish. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I, I know I have a history of, uh, hey, Discord, playing football manager. Um, Jesus ADD. Focus, man. I'm trying. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Motherfucker. Alessandrini. Alessandrini. Uh, no, I, I noticed the, you know, and I have a tendency to shift off 
uh, when blame is going on people I like to people I don't like. Um, but that that header that Jermaine Jones missed, inexplicable, oh, wide open, no reason, not a defender within three feet of him, and then the ball hits the top of his head. Yeah, I mean just, and then he kicks the post like the fucking post did something. You fucked up. You we had two cha- we had two clear chances to win that game, and we should have won it. But we're not sharp. We're 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 short of form, as they say. Um, and it seems like everyone's not that. That seemed like the game everyone was trying the most. But we haven't been good for so long. You miss those. We're not getting those bounces. We're not getting those those little that little piece of luck right now that you got where you know Edson Buttle shook the defender off and took a shot and it goes in, or Janino blasts the ball and it fucking goes in. Um, or, you know, Beckham scores off the corner because he took a chance and, and he saw the keeper and, you know, keeper that, sound, that sounds like a confidence issue. Is it? It's confidence. It's it's which usually comes from motivation, which usually comes from a coach, a good coach. Yeah. But and we don't. That's you know, not happening with Kurt. That, that's not happening. It's not going to happen. Um, it's just those little bounces, those little, little, little pieces uh, change that game. Changes that game. Well, that, you or, that, that, that or, you know, someone put their foot through the ball and not these weak fucking shots that they took these games. But one's, one is a supposed to be a, uh, you know, our number eight in Jones, and the other is our defensive midfielder. Like, those were our two big chances in the game. Well, no, you had you had the uh, the one chance in like the second minute where you had a weak shot from, from, from Alessandrini, yeah. which, I mean, any other day he would have scored that goal. Hopefully, presumably. Yeah. And then he had another chance, uh, like right at the end, like almost at the end of the game, where uh, the ball fell at his feet and didn't want to clatter. He didn't want to, you know, kind of uh, him and the keeper were going for the ball, and he got scared and didn't want to go at it. And it was weird. He's a bitch, Allison Dreamy. Well, so you know, he quit because you know French people quit on shit. So. But yeah, it, it was just it was it was a down down day, shitty, top to bottom. Every no one was good to me. No one was good. We had people who were okay. You had, yeah, you had, had better games. You had players in stretches like Boateng, like stretching the, def- the defense. I, I thought Boateng, at least for the first half, should have been man of the match. I didn't agree. I saw um, uh, Rowe won the Lars man of the match. I didn't agree with that at all. Well, he won because there was actually two shots on goal that you know were pretty dangerous, and that's that was the highlights yeah. of the game. And that's that is if the... Ja Pedro would have scored his goal, he probably would have won man of the match. Absolutely, because it's, it's that easy to because win man of the match now when you're. The expectations are lowered. Yeah, exactly. Lowered expectations. All right, so we got one one last call from unknown angry guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in the future, you dumb fucks. Give out your name, pimp yourself like Christian, uh, and give out your social medias. And when I say unknown angry guy, I mean unknown angry guy. Hit the hit. We can't beat the fucking shittiest team in this <laughs> fucking league, yo. Fuck yo. Fuck Anolfo and fuck right. Peter. We need to get all those fucking pieces of shit Six, out of this fucking team seven, so we can fucking win eight, at least a fucking game. Nine, God fucking ten, damn it. I'm tired of this shit. Week after week after fucking week 11, sitting here watching every single fucking game. 12, God fucking 30, damn it. When are we going to start winning? When is Gio going to be on the bench? And when the fuck is Anolfo going to get the fuck out of 15, LA? 15, fuck! 16. 16. Right. 16 fucks. Was that Nathan Smith? I, that number was 16? somebody. Well, no, I mean, who wears a number sixteen? It's, it's Smithy, right? No, is it Smith wore fifteen? No, no, our last one wears fifteen. Smith is sixteen. So was that Nathan Smith calling? It was Nathan Smith. 
who's like, I'm, they'll never know it's me. How dare he fucking bench me yeah. with well, six, 15, with other, 15 other fucks in that sentence. Um, He's right. He's right and he's justified. I mean, that's that's how most people sound sounded. That's uh, that is how that's what most people. That's what I heard. Post game, post game, like leaving the stadium. That's what it's that like. was pretty much everyone's sentiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's with good reason. You, you. No one left that 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 stadium that night. Was like, yeah, it was a good result. Yeah, Philly fans. There were a couple of Philly fans there. They, I would imagine, they were thrilled because we used to be a team where if you beat us, um, it was a highlight every season. A highlight of your season for some teams, and it was a launch pad and a springboard for other teams. Uh, you know, Seattle beats us. It may not be a highlight of their season, but they take that and move forward because now they have some momentum going. Um, a New York Red Bulls. But now Philadelphia comes in and goes, hey, we can probably steal all three points. We can we can certainly earn a draw. Or at a minimum, if we lose, we lose by one. Maybe we lose by two. But is that a team that you necessarily fear? I don't know. I don't think so. Absolutely not. But that's just me. Absolutely not. All right, so let's get some uh, some final thoughts on this game. I want to throw a question at you. Shoot. Diallo versus Smith. Who do you go with? Um, I know Diallo is kind of like a really small fucking, sample size. What a fucking question to get asked. Really small sample size. He's had like, what, two games a season? Something like that, yeah. Um, and then one of them was like center back, so or left back, whatever the fuck. Um, but Smith versus, uh, versus Diallo, who do you take? Um, I'm, I'm still relatively high on, on Nathan Smith. Um, you know, I, I like Bradley Diallo. They're both not what I'm looking for in a starting right back. Um, I think they're both too inexperienced. Um, but it seems to be the way it's, it's, it's just is what it is. Like you, we got to pick between these two because Rogers isn't coming back and it doesn't seem like at least before the, um, the window shuts that we're going to be bringing anybody else in, in this position. I would love to be proven wrong about that. I would, I I'd love to wake up tomorrow and hear that Sean Franklin's back. Oh, um, but if I'm picking between the two, I thought Diallo was strong against Philadelphia, but it was Philadelphia. That's, that's what I'm, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of like the, the good and bad of it where it, he had a, he had a pretty good showing, you know, player rating average. Bradley Diallo is our third highest player right now. Uh, He's only got the three games and they all were okay. It's all right. But, yeah, I play him. You, you know what? You can't put him. Producer Ben. Usually we don't pull back the curtain, but producer Ben just said into my ear that we he should whispered start. Sweet, whispered sweet the sweetest of nothings into my ear, saying we should start Bradley Diallo over Daniel Starris. Guess who your number two is? That's how bad we are. Daniel Starris is your number two highest rated player so far. Diallo is third. Here's the thing: is he hasn't. We haven't really mentioned him like with the fuck ups or anything. Starris. Yeah. Lowered so. expectations. I guess, man. Like absolutely lowered expectations. That's that's the first thing that that the organization did this off season was to make Ed looks like he's gonna cry, but oh, ba- believe me, I cried enough that night. Yeah, the the <laughs> fucking sexually assaulted. <laughs> I mean, I just all Maybe. the way the the ten minute drive home. Just I was by myself. You know, I I, I put on some. Some you know some some more scene. They're just like no one loves me anymore. And oh my god, this team hates me. They do. This team would win if they if they loved me. They would win. Bruce broke my heart. And he's never coming back. Bruce broke back. my heart. Yeah. Fuck your Klinsman. This is all his fault. Yeah. 
It really is. When you think about it, it it really is all Jurgen's fault. That's that's a whole another. It's a whole other conversation, but yeah. it really is Jurgen's fault. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get let's let's talk about the uh, the next game, which is this Saturday, seven thirty at StubHub against the uh, the powerhouse that is Chicago Fire. <laughs> hey man, you know what they're um, they ain't bad. What are they seventh in the East? They're seventh in the East with eleven points. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, I think we're gonna lose this game, and I I don't I don't think that's a crazy concept. Chicago is. Let me see. They are their last. Their home. Their form. Their last two. They they've lost their last two games. Lost, draw, win, win, loss, loss. Um, but you know they are they beat what New England and they beat Columbus, lost to Toronto, very good team, and lost to the Red Bulls, very good team. Like kind of hard to. What the three losses they have this year are Atlanta four nothing, fucking uh, Toronto three one, and uh, New York two one. Like, so their losses have gotten progressively better, right? But they've lost to really really good teams. Well, Atlanta's, uh, yeah. Could Atlanta beat our ass? Fuck yeah. Well, then that's a fucking point. <laughs> I don't know that they're going to beat us four nothing, no, but they. I mean, do you, I don't think we score against Atlanta right now. Ooh. I mean, who, who's, who's the, because we both know we're going to play Chicago and we're going to, we're going to make predictions about Chicago. I'm still saying a Geo Hattrick. Every week. No, seriously. I mean, so in the last five meetings, the Galaxy have won three and drawn two. So they haven't lost in the last five meetings with five years because the unbalanced schedule or whatever the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that changing though. Again, Chicago? I don't think, I mean, maybe. I see it changing. I, I don't I don't see us getting getting a point out of this game. With the midfield with Bastion Feinsteiger, Juninho, and Dax McCarty, I can't see, I can't see Joe Pedro He's gonna coming it. anywhere near. Joe Pedro is going to fucking own it. Oh, my God. Joe uh, Pedro, Joe Pedro is going to be your second half of the season MVP. I'm calling it, Ed. And I'm calling you fucking stupid right now. <laughs> Chicago has uh, averaged, uh, what is this, uh, 49.5% possession. I think we're just over 50. So a little bit a little bit about evens, but still giving the advantage to us. Um, well, that's the game, right? To hold possession and, just, do, and do nothing with it? That's what we do. We can't score. Like if we, I just went down the roster and saw Janino and got really sad. <laughs> so, okay, so... You know, put your put yourself in in the coach's shoes. Do you, you know, play the same same formation? Do you load the midfield again to try to like, uh, you know, you know, crowd out that midfield so they have to force it out wide? What do you, what do you do? Ooh, um, because you you want to try to cut off all possibilities within that three man midfield. Yeah, I, I I would do my best to limit how often Schweinsteiger has the ball. Um, I mean, I, he's obviously gonna gonna play a very big role in the game. Janino, well, Janino is gonna gonna score against us. Yeah, like obviously. period. There's there's it always th- happens. There is a rule where if you if you play against the Galaxy, and, if you're and you're a former Galaxy, player. and you're a former Galaxy player, especially if we do you dirty, like you come back and score against us. Juni's gonna get a goal because it's gonna be Juni and McCarty in the center spots. Bastion right sitting right in front of them in that like number ten role. Then their their striker whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce, Nikolic. Yeah, he is like Good enough. He's 
Nikolic. Nikolic. Yeah, he's like the Polish striker, the guy, right? What? They signed a Polish player. Oh, Chicago. Chicago, dude. It's different yeah. for them, right? Yeah. yeah. Never would have thought it's, a day would come. Is he not Polish? You're just, you're a racist. I, 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 I'm. See, I didn't believe he was Polish. Ed, Ed steered me wrong. I'm pretty sure he's Polish. He's going to turn out to be Polish now. We're checking. Hungarian. Hunga- well, is that, that's oh, it's close enough, right? That's different. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is America in 2017. He's Polish. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, triggered. Trigger! <laughs> They're pretty close. Anyway, the the Polish or uh, uh, Hungarian, Hungarian. striker, <laughs> fuck, um, the Hungarian striker as uh, right in front of Bastian. It'd be kind of fucked up if they had a Polish striker and then German. No, we're not supposed to talk about that anymore. Um, too soon. Seven, too soon. Too soon. With the German and Polish and and Hungarian tandem. Up what there? do I do with the with the roster we have? It doesn't matter. Nothing. It doesn't matter. You we're don't. Not, you don't. We're not you good don't, enough. You don't try to like try to what we did where we had two. Dif- uh, I think. Well, for one, players. I think the reason we keep losing is I keep predicting wins. So today I'm I'm flopping it the other direction. I'm predicting we're going to lose. That way we blow Chicago out. Okay. Because which is which still is not going to happen because we are a poorly built team mm-hmm. from top to bottom. We. So that means we're gonna try, we're gonna we're gonna draw the game. Then. Let me ask if we if we if we beat Chicago five nothing. Do you think we're a good team? Fuck no. Or do you think we somehow beat Chicago five nothing? I think somehow Chicago went down two men. Maybe had like because I can't on their on their, fl- on their on their flight to L A. <laughs> like some Kidnapped. avian flu broke out in the plane and they all have a stomach virus. What's asleep? So they come in the next game and the next day because you know it's MLS. So why do they still have to play? They have, they, have, it's, they have bird flu? They had bird flu. All right. And they have to, you know, because it's MLS, so you have to fly in the night before. That's just being a dick. Because it, they don't, you know, MLS doesn't charter flights. And so they have to play, and they're just fucking throwing up on the field. Mm-hmm. And you have Joe Pedro with a hat trick. And then you have, like. Juninho with a hat trick. Juninho with the own goal hat trick. Yeah. Giovanni with a hat trick. Whatever. Everyone. Hat tricks all around. I, I don't I don't, I don't don't see this game well, going, like, even going if well we, for us. Even if we won. They have they have better players than us. They have better people on the field. At least it seems that way. I they have better m- midfielders. We're just than us? we're just about a fourth of the way through the season. Like that's where we're at already. Right. They appear to have a let's say a better midfield. We can agree on that. I mean, guaranteed better midfield. Yeah. So then, if we are beating them, are you assuming? And their striker seems to be doing a little bit better than ours, um, because he scored in their last game, and ours hasn't scored since the first game. And everyone else has disappeared. Um, We're going on two months. Is it possible that Kurt Anolfo outcoached Chicago's coach? <laughs> I think whatever happens, I, I don't think it's to Kurt Anolfo's credit. Sure. I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it looks like he's not coaching the team anyway anymore. I but. think, like, if we win this game, it's going to be like a goal where uh, Ja Pedro shoots the ball from like 35 yards, it bounces off like a bird that's flying through the stadium, and then goes in the goal. Awesome. Like that way, like like uh, what was the picture from the Diamondbacks? Oh, Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson, where he threw the ball, wow. like the bird exploded. It's a name I haven't thought about. In a long I time. feel like that's gonna be like the MLS moment where like Joe Pedro shoots the ball and it's like way off target. Right. I'm assuming it's in the opposite direction. Well, it's way off target. It's like it's gonna go into the stands. Okay. And then hits a bird and then goes into the goal. Rolls in. Yeah. Right. And that's how we're gonna win this game. I'm okay with that. Very specific prediction. Yeah. It's you know what? Look, Giovanni Dos Santos hat trick. It's the only part you you need to accept that's guaranteed to happen. I don't know how we still lose the game with a Giovanni Dos Santos hat trick. Right. But that's the only part that I know is happening because he is he is so talented and he is 
he's obviously the best player we have ever, ever. Yeah, legend. I mean, even if you if you listen if you re-listen to the commentary that was on the last game, mm-hmm. apparently Giovanni dos Santos is like a goal scoring machine. Yeah, so I was so we we rewatched the um the the highlights and and part of the game today, and and I we get the commentators they're forced to talk. They they have especially in MLS they can't leave dead air. Everyone has to be speaking all the time. Um, Good old Tommy Smith, you old bastard. They said Giovanni Dos Santos is finding the net early this season. Well, I mean, he did real early, and then stopped finding it real early too. But it's Dave Romney has as many goals as he does. Emma Boateng has as many goals as he. Jermaine Jones has as many goals as he does. I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gio. Um, well, you know. I, I don't think we'll beat Chicago, but Gio will still get a hat trick. I don't think so either. Um, Give me a prediction. I'm saying a 3-1 loss. 2-0. Oh, 2-0. you don't... 2-0 that, Chicago. That's probably more more likely because we probably won't even score on this. 2-0 Chicago. I, I don't... I mean, two games back-to-back from Allison Dorini that are have been rough. Um, maybe he's cooled off. It'd be a great game for him to show he's back. Yeah. Um, Yella has had another poor game in a row. We're at like one after one after one and not, and us not getting scored on doesn't mean he had a good game. Uh, it means we didn't get punished for his mistakes and he right. made more than a few where Steris, I mean, fucking Steris is having, I can't say it, but he's Steris is <laughs> no, say it. Steris has been having better games. Steris, 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 I'll say it right now, right now. Steris has, ha- has been having better games than Van Dam. Yeah. The la- at least the last two weeks, and it's true, and it's absolutely true. Like he's been, have you seen him on the back line? He's been calling Smith, he's been calling Van Dam, he's he's telling people where to go as the capable center back. Where Yella Van Dam is the one that's leaving the back line in in bad places, but he goes wherever the fuck he wants to go. Jermaine Jones ahead of him goes wherever the fuck he wants to go. Alessandrini goes wherever the fuck he wants to go. Giovanni dos Santos goes wherever the fuck they want to go, and they leave all these other players in a bad spot and makes them look worse because. Nathan Smith, look at the goals that that he gave up. He gave he gave him up with no defensive cover. You know, uh, uh, Daniel Starris might find himself in trouble, but now it's because Yella Van Dam has ran half the way, half the fucking way up the field. Jermaine Jones, I mean, is the forward most player or the the furthest back most player, and he's not good enough or fast enough to make that that ground up. And everyone else on the team is suffering for it. And so I don't know if they need to have another sit down or another meeting or, or dinner or whatever in the fuck, but. It'd be great if the Galaxy hired, you know, like one guy who was really important who didn't play soccer, like on the field. He just wore a suit and, like, directed everyone. It would be great if they hired that person and then put them in a position of authority where they could actually say, this is what you're going to do or you're going to be benched. Or this is what you're going to do or you'll be traded or you'll be cut or you'll be released or whatever. Yeah, um, and someone can someone can uh, update us on, on the Twitter or whatever, but I know there was a, a recent, like, 442 article. Mm-hmm. Where someone wrote about how uh, one of the big problems with the Galaxy is that you have five to six players who kind of do whatever they want to do, mm-hmm. and it kind of leaves everyone else out to dry. Yeah, and it's there's no positional awareness with in the team, which kind of causes this clusterfuck. And the and part of the issue is if so, Jermaine uh, specifically, if you're going to have uh, Jermaine Jones running around like crazy, you're now really relying on Jao Pedro's defensive abilities. And that's the one, as- or not the one, but that's the aspect of his game that's the poorest. 
And so it leaves us in trouble week after week after week. Uh, I just just lost for words. Yeah. It's just bad, bad all around. What can we What can we do? It's getting sad. Um, it feels like oh eight. If uh, well, I wouldn't even say well oh eight. We scored goals, so it yeah. feels like oh seven. It feels well. I wouldn't even say that. Oof. It feels like oh six, where you know Yalop comes in oh. and trades all the all the players away, mm-hmm. so we have no depth, and we have it's exactly like absolutely 06. no direction. Traded Kevin Hartman. Traded everybody. Yeah. Ugo Himelu. Himelu. Uh, Herc's gone. Like we have all these players who get traded away, and we have these guys who, you know, it's direct. Directive. It's it's new directive. It's direct directionless, and it's not the team that's you know gone fifteen. Why well, that point it was ten years, as one of the top teams in the league, having never missed the playoffs. Having never never missed playoffs, and then you go and then you miss the next three. Um, I. Hopefully don't. I hopefully hopefully that doesn't happen. With which is interesting because our our president at the time was a former player who had never been an exec that moved into the front office and knew better than everyone. Yeah, and went and got a MLS coach who had been around, who was okay, who managed to drive the galaxy into the ground. And even if you remember back then, no one believed it could happen. Because we were the Galaxy, and then we signed Beckham, and no one believed it would happen because there was no way David Beckham's LA Galaxy weren't going to make the playoffs. You know, I like similarities. And, and you pick up Ruth Hulett, who doesn't practice Not uh, the dance, free kicks, and, and you know. Well, you ever kicks. hear that guy's song on YouTube? Yeah, I've heard it before. Not the dancing not, kind. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Um, so we're, we're about to wrap up the show a little bit. Um, you want to give you guys a quick reminder about the G2 game that's happening this Saturday? Oh, yeah. Um, it's going to be at 5 p.m. at Orange County Great Park Stadium in Irvine. Um, I don't know how you're going to try to make that and then go make the Galaxy game. Uh, maybe you're more excited to go watch the Galaxy too. Maybe. I am. Yeah. I would rather. Um, either team is probably not going to win this game, but whatever. Oh, come on. The G2s can do it. Adonis uh, Amaya, man. Ethan Zubak. Yeah. But anyways, that's a reminder for you guys. You can watch it on YouTube and stuff if you want to. Watch that before heading out to the to the Stub Hub Center to watch your Galaxy probably lose against Chicago. Wow, that was <laughs> ending on a fucking sour note, baby. That's not what the up? We're not done. Um, I wanted to do I wanted to do quick lighting round. Cause I, I, okay, because I, I I got I got two more things I want to talk about. Oh, well, let me, let me hear. What you well, said. the the one was uh the first one anyway was uh power rankings, which you oh, and I God. have never put any stock into. They're meaningless now. They were meaningless when are we these, were champions. Are, are you getting these off of uh, ESPN? No, MLS. Or MLS. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's even fucking worse. I know ESPN doesn't watch soccer, so what's the point? But well, that Jason Davis says it. So twentieth. Oh, I like Jason. I like Jason Davis. Twentieth place on the that's power. That's too rankings. high. The comment. Well, the teams below us. <laughs> the teams below us are Colorado. They're better than us. And Philadelphia. They're as good as us. Apparently. Yeah. Um. The comment was a point at home. But it was against a team with no wins. Philadelphia's was a point at LA, but it was it was against a team with one home win. We're mocked to equal levels of Philadelphia. Oh. And actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna close on mine because it's it's an up note, and All I'm right. worried about your lightning round. <laughs> so I want to do a little quick little lightning round. Um, so one minute, you know, one sentence, whatever, real quick. Um, I love beer. The the. Gignac rumors, Gignac, whatever, how you want to mm-hmm. pronounce it, 
Gignac. Gignac. Ging, ging, ging. Whatever. What it is. You should try to explain who this is now since you've. you've so just... it's this player, the player, the French player who came over to play in uh, for Mexico, uh, play in Mexico. In Mexico. Uh, for Tigres, who pretty much has lit it up in the last couple of years. Uh, is rumored, which he kind of came out and was like, eh, not really. Uh, but it's rumored to come to L.A. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we've obviously have uh, striker problems and goal, goal scoring problems. Yeah. What say you, Chris Tucker? I mean, it's it's rare in uh, the rumor field to have a player flat out say it's not true. <laughs> yeah. So to ha- I mean, even Ronaldo is like, oh, you know, America is a very interesting prospect yeah. and maybe later in my career. And I don't know. I'm re- just focused on Real Madrid right now. Geniac was like, no. I'm saying a Tigris. I want to retire a Tigris. Like, apparently he sees himself amongst the Mexican people. Yeah, he loves it there. Like, why would you even? But you know what? I will say, I don't think we're going to get him. I do think we're after him. And I do think we're continuously speaking to him. Because nothing says this current front office than to have a player who comes out and says, I don't want to sign for you. And for us to waste time and money and attention <laughs> trying to sign him. Right, That's right who on. we are. Uh, second lightning round I wanted to get to was, and I, we brought it up a little bit before, but as of recording, which is Tuesday night, Rodgers still has not been put on the season-ending um, injury list. list. Yeah. What? What's 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 the delay? May seventh is is the deadline. They have five more days, six more days to do it. Who cares? Maybe they're trying to talk him into retiring. Who gives a fuck? Like he's not coming back. But it, what's the, what's the point of waiting this long if it's going to happen? I would imagine. Yeah, I would imagine it's going to be. Well, I would imagine it's going to be like. Um, maybe working out the language or the money. But I, I maybe they're still talking about trying to buy him out and just getting him to go away. I don't know what the delay is. I don't see what the benefit of hanging out until May 7th is, um, if that's a deadline. And I would assume it is because the, the incoming player deadline is the 8th. So maybe it's like, hey, you had until X day to put him on this list. You got an extra day to try to get somebody in. Presumably you've been talking about it already. Um, and maybe maybe that's where we stand. Um it's quiet. It's all it's it, but it's it's quiet to the point that when I go and ask my people, hey, what's the deal with Rogers? Like no one even cares. He doesn't come around the stadium. He doesn't come to training. He's not working out. He's not. Maybe he's rehabbing at home. I don't know. He doesn't talk about the galaxy on any of his social media uh, outlets. Who cares? I, I want my cap relief. And if he goes on the season ending injury list, we get 200 and what was it? 30 grand of cap relief past that. He hasn't seemed very interested in the galaxy in a long time. So, so long. Uh, I, I, I just want the cap. I just want the cap and he can fuck off. All right. All right. So what's your last point that you wanted to bring up? Um. Well, so we opened with Starboy. And and the reason by, uh, what's the kid's name? Uh, the the weekend. weekend. Uh, why is there no E? And, and, I know. He's Canadian, whatever. Is he fucking Canadian, really? Yeah, dude. Holy shit. I don't know any of these people. I'm going to learn about this guy really quick. Um. I, I opened with Starboy uh, mostly because we. Um, this was the first time we went to the to the stadium, and again, it was our our most uh, fucking hey. He's from Scarborough, uh, Toronto. I I I will be honest. I like him a little more now. Like I, I don't really care for him, but I I, I like. Chris him a little is more. a uh, Canadafi- Canadafi- I fucking love Canada. Canada. Canadafi- yeah, I, I, as long as it's not their national hockey team, like I got no problem with them. Um, and you saw Edmonton sung the national anthem. Uh, this did. week's fucking beautiful. Um, we got recognized. 
Like at the yeah, stadium. That this was week. pretty cool. That was fucking badass. Like, so we're standing at the top of 138, what's uh, affectionately referred to as the Buena Vista Social Club. And uh, we were standing up there watching the game, and we couldn't go a few minutes without someone coming up and, and saying, hey, we, we like the show, and, and thank you for giving fans a, a, an outlet and a voice. And um, that's the point. Like, yeah. It's it's still weird to have people want to come up and shake our hand and, and talk to us. Like, that's cool. There was one guy who came up and said, uh, hey, I don't want to bother you guys, but I just want to say I love the show. And we were like, whoa, come back. What do yeah, you think about the we're, galaxy? Like, look, we're not fucking Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. Like, I like that that's your go-to for, like, big celebrity. <laughs> the biggest. I mean, he just won, you know, he just won an Oscar, so. I'd have been like, we're not Tyson Beckford or. Come on. I know, I know, I know. It's the the sexiest black man alive. Skull, well, no, it's got to be. And uh, I think, I think you're a pretty sexy black man, but Idris Elba. Idris Elba is the sexiest black dude alive. Ooh. We talk about it at the at our meetings. All right, at the big black caucus. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we talk about the, who's black the sexiest, the gigantic. I bet, I bet it's a big black, black caucus. caucus. I bet it is. Our base is large, so it's you I know we got a large I bet base. It is. Um, but what were we talking about? Oh, I don't know. So, 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 you know, we had people come up and, and shake our hands. Thank you. We appreciate it. You're not bothering us. If you want to stop and say, hey, I disagreed with this point, like, we love talking to people about the galaxy. It's what we do. It, it, honestly, it, it would probably distract us from the shitty game that we're watching. And so I really want to thank you all. Um, and it was, it was incredible and awesome and well you should thank the guy who gave me fucking free weed at the game i was gonna shoot a little i was gonna record a little thing at the end of this and and, and toss on thanking that guy now what the fuck you can do it now well, I, I, it was gonna be all my, my in my head it was gonna be all professional where i was gonna be like hey yeah i did but it was gonna be <laughs> as all, he says i'm as professional I say the word professional yeah what was gonna be I, I was gonna it was gonna like real quiet hang on this episode of the riot squad cast was brought to you by the listener who gave me weed at the stadium listener who gave me weed you're the fucking best Done. I thought, I thought you were going to go to like- One take, bitch. We'll do it live. I, I thought you were going to go to like, this podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Audible, yeah. <laughs> Cross fingers. No free adverts. <laughs> do the, do the, do the socials, Ed. All right. You can find me at edthezombie13 on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at zerocool138 on Twitter, uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Snapchat. Uh, you can find- the Riot Squadcast on Twitter at Riot Squadcast. Uh, also on Facebook, you know, you can go to search facebook.com slash Riot Squadcast. And then you can also find Producer Ben. Producer Ben! At DT Radio Ben. Uh, find you, him on, on the Twitters. You can email us at riotsquadcast at gmail.com. And as always, you can leave us a voicemail. It's open right now at 562 641 Lars. That's 562 641 5277. Yes, leave us voicemail, preferably, you know, when you're had a couple beers in, because those are the those are the most fun ones. <laughs> I've been smoking this whole show and drinking. It's been great. Alright, on that note, uh, we'll see you guys uh next week, right? We'll yeah. Hey, just keep on trucking, baby. Remember we have to keep trucking. Keep on trucking, baby. You gotta keep on trucking. See, you can tell this is a Chris Tucker choice, <laughs> by the way. They all are. They all are. Peace out, Ed. Later, buddy.
Jesus. 